Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. All right, you ready? From Brooklyn to the world, Peter Cobbs, Polly the Magic Man, Malinaji is calling in once again. And Seth Nyman, Neiman. You know the type of people understand. is calling in. I don't, I don't understand, though. I don't understand. What am I? What? Just because I called in, I don't get to introduce the show? Yeah, like, no. I don't, I don't understand. Like, how does this work? Like, if I call in... <laughs> Does that make me like a second-rate citizen? Oh, Cause, yeah. Because well, I, I was under the impression that I kicked off the show. Well, no? you're actually, you, you're like a guest today. I'm like a guest. Yeah, I got demoted to guest status. Yeah. In your own house. I'm like, I'm like guest services today. <laughs> you're a guest on your own podcast. How do you yeah, like that yeah, map? Yeah. Do you like apples? Yeah, because you, you could. Obviously, I got your number because I had to call in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Unbelievable. What's going on over there? Nothing. Well, let's I, give a, a brief a brief breakdown. Uh, this is not going to be a regular thing. This is, but as training camp gets closer, the fight gets closer. Training camp gets more intense, so uh, your schedule gets more intense. So it yeah. was easier for us this week just to, you know, have you call in. Yeah. Seth and I can uh, man down the fort in the studio. We're playing uh, footsies under the table, and uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, because the last thing I really wanted to do today was either sit in rush hour traffic heading to Manhattan for the podcast right. or sit next to the fat guy on the train. Take right. the train! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I would, I would smell like he hasn't showered since last week. <laughs> right. You know you can get so, up yeah, and move and walk wanna, away. I don't want to do either. <laughs> you can walk but, away, Paula. You can walk away. Yeah, yeah, you can. But you know what? The, the new rules in the try inside these trains from when I was younger. You know when you were younger, you could switch train cars. Like, while the train was moving, oh, you could yeah. go into the next train. And, like, you know, in case it smelled or somebody smelled bad or anything, you could just switch train cars. Now you can't even do that. While it's moving, it's, like, illegal for, to, to switch train cars. Are you serious? While the train is moving. Yeah. You oh, remember yeah. we was, between cars? That was the oh. only thing I liked about the fucking train. That <laughs> was the only thing you liked. Well, I guess what, buddy? That's been long gone. Well, they've, since, they've since eliminated those rules. There you go. Uh, That's they've why since I don't added take that rule, actually. Not eliminated, but there wasn't a rule until recently. Wow. Now you can't walk between trains. Wow. Switch train cars. So I, I remember, like, if the train car smelled or somebody smelled on the train car, you know, you just, the train was still moving and you just switch train cars. Now, now you can't do that. Now you got to wait for the next stop and then hopefully, hopefully you get off the train and jump back on the train in the next car before the train closes. So basically, so basically, Carlito, Carlito Brigante would be dead because he, he went through yeah, all Yeah, he was running from one train to the other, but I still think you could do that on the Amtrak still. Because wasn't he going on like an Amtrak at that time? Not, no, 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 no. No, that was at the end. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Carlito would be dead nowadays. Yeah, they would have locked him in the same train car. That's it. When Tony T's son was chasing him, they, they would have got him easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's much less, uh, much less exciting nowadays. Damn. Yeah. You know? So, and if you end up on the train with the guy who smells, hasn't showered or anything, 
That's it. You, you're stuck in that car until the next stop, at least, in the very least. You can't you can't switch cars. They're big cars, though. You can go one side of the they car. They are big cars, but nonetheless, if somebody smells that bad, they, the whole thing is smelling off. I mean, you just got to carry know. an Axe, axe uh, body spray and just start spraying everybody. Spray his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, sit still. Well, any body spray for that matter. Why is it going to be Axe? Because you see the commercials all the time? It smells good. Just, hey, buddy, it stay does. still it's for a second. Well, what about the Italian one? What was that Italian one? Uh, 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 what was that called? Oh, Malizia, you have it. Uh, the, the Italian Malizia. Malizia. Come on, why, why can't it be Malizia? Why does it have to be Axe? Hey, Malizia can. was good. <clears throat> Fuck it. Whatever. Whatever pushes your hair back. Speaking of Axe and Malizia, they, they better give us some uh, some uh, sponsorship money now that we're mentioning their their names on on, on our podcast. Our podcast is blowing up. Thanks like, to all the listeners out there. Blowing up we're, like we're, nitro. We're, we are. We're blowing up like nitro, but, you know, if we, if we are stop mentioning these companies, we're giving them free publicity with all these listeners that are know. listening to us now. What do we do? We used to think we only had 14 listeners, but apparently we're, we're, moving, up in the, we're moving up in the world. We're moving on up like the Jeffersons. Yeah. He's moving side. on up, moving yeah. on up. Top of the food chain. Doing our thing. Doing our thing. We're, we're really grateful to everybody that likes it, you know. Uh, we're, we're getting a lot of positive feedback. To the guys that don't like it, you don't have to listen. It's a free country. It's a free world, actually. You know, you don't have to listen to that if if you don't like us. But uh, if you keep listening to us and not liking us, you're gonna keep not liking us because we're not gonna change. Not for ourselves, and not definitely not for you. And you know you like it. You just a hater. Oh, you know what it is. Even if you dislike us, you just can't get enough of us because you don't know what we're gonna say next. You know what we can talk about next. Our opinions are so volatile. Is that a word? Volatile. You know that that we're 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 all over the place. You know, and you you just can't get enough of us while we while we. Sit there, uh, driving this podcast, jamming it down their throats. Boom. Hey. <laughs> Pause. Well, listen. Speaking of jamming things down throats, uh, Saturday was Fourth of July. We went to see uh, Joey Chestnuts. Yeah. Uh, you had a. He lost. A, it, do I gotta feel a little bit guilty that I feel like I jinxed him? Because I predicted you're a mush, bro. You know, I saw last year's hot dog eating contest. I don't watch every year, but I saw last year's, and that guy was unstoppable. Like I, that guy ate so many hot dogs that I, I was physically ill from watching him. Let alone how he must have felt for years. So he's been on, to- on top. That, I haven't seen that with my own eyes. I thought there's no way anybody could beat this guy. This guy's like a machine. This guy must have uh, some kind of ringworm in his stomach that just <laughs> eats the hot dogs, digests the hot dogs while he's eating them because it's just too much going on. There's no way anybody can beat this guy, right? I mean, and my, along my came fucking that? Stone. And then finally, I jinxed him. The guy Joe Stone comes out of nowhere and beats this guy. Can you imagine? <laughs> and Pete had a hundred bucks on Chestnut too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Matt Stoneman, right? Matt Stoneman. Stony. 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 Whatever. Right? You know, he's like the guy from uh, Boston. You know, Stony. <laughs> Stony. Stony comes in and wins the tournament. Unbelievable. He wins the contest. Can you imagine? What about when I was a kid? Did you have this? Did you guys have this when I was a kid? Seth, you know, did you guys think this when I, when you were kids? Like, you always think, like, the fat guys are going to win these kind of contests, and they yeah, never course. do. Of course. Like, as a kid, you always see, like, the big fat guy. I think they get put there for show because they never win. They're pie they're, eating they're, and all they're that. Just, they're just there as a prop. Even <laughs> up until today, like, they, you still see some of these fat guys in those contests. I'm telling you, bro, they get put there as a prop. They never have a chance. <laughs> they never win. And, like, now I understand why as I'm an adult. As a kid, you see the big fat guy who's there as a prop. And you think like, man, yo, this guy's gonna win. This guy's huge. So you can eat all these hot dogs. You think of it that way. You just can't eat them that fast. That's the problem. You think of it that way as a competitor. I think of it. I think of it like, you know, like when you see the women. You know, the women are just as freaking crazy as the men. Like, what if they wanted to like go down on you or something? 
They're just shoving down hot dogs like it's nothing. You, your little pecker would be like. You're, you're thinking of like some triple X here, right there. But that's oh, what I'm saying. It. Imagine. Yeah, I'm talking about my mind as a kid, and you're taking it. You're taking it too far. No, but imagine so the imagine the champ. The way I used to think of these hot dog contests when I was like eight, nine years old, when when I wasn't thinking of this this the, this illicit sexual shit. You know what I mean? I'm talking about like I would watch these hot dog eating contests and watch the fat guys and think, how is it possible that the skinny guys keep beating them? You know what I mean? Now I understand why. You understand, you know, you guys understand why? Because I understand why. They're athletes. They're athletes. You have to be an athlete nonetheless. As much as it doesn't seem like you have to be an athlete to win these contests, you have to be in shape to win the hot dog eating contest. And I'll tell you why. If you're out of shape, you're going to lead to take big, big, big mouthfuls of breath. Breath, a lot of big, big oxygen breaths. And in those oxygen breaths where you got to catch your breath, you're not chewing. You're not eating. The skinny guys that are in shape, they're not taking breaths. They're just eating, eating, eating. The fat guys, they need to take breaks and, and catch their breaths. And when you're, whenever you take a break to catch your breath, that's like five, six hot dogs. It's crazy. Bro, if you take like a 10-second break to catch your breath, the, the guy next to you, the, the Joey Chestnut or Stoneman or whatever, the guys that are making a killing, well, they can eat like six, seven hot dogs in those 10 seconds. It's crazy. Probably more. It's, it's, out of, it's bananas. It's out of this world. So the fact that I can never, ever win, he can never win. you got to be in shape to win those contests. Joey uh, lost by two it's hot what dogs. I've learned. It's what I've learned since, uh, since uh, becoming a full-blown adult and, and watching these contests <laughs> as an adult. You know, hey, when when did that happen, Pauly? When did you become a full-blown adult? Last week. I don't know. I don't, at some point, I became a full-blown adult. I don't know the age. You know, usually it's 18. Like, they say 18, you're like, we're full-blown adults. I don't know when it happened for me. The I don't, other day. I, don't really, I, don't, I wouldn't really consider it 18, you know? Well, I'm, I'm a Jew. I, they told me when I was 13, I became a man. I was 4 foot 11, and I weighed 80 pounds. That was at your bat mitzvah? Yeah, yeah. Bat mitzvah. I was like 4 foot 10 myself, Seth. Get out No joke. Well, we were like the same height. At that age. Yep. But Seth wow, had his bat mitzvah. Uh, that's when you become a man in, in, uh, Jew, in, in the on. Jewish world. Yes. Yeah, well, you're really, you're really, uh, I, don't you think you really have a lot to learn over, over, over about life at 13 years old, though? I don't think so you can become a man at 13. I had to grow a little bit, too. Sure did. I learned how to guzzle forty ounces at thirteen. Well, we know well, about your that, dad. That, so. that prepared you. That prepared you. you. Would you say that prepared you for life, Pete? Absolutely, because now I can I'm, take him down, kid. Yeah, Pete's like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> too much information. Hold it down. His dad's like, uh, Dad, I'm eight. Yes, how come you're still a virgin? <laughs> you were taking down uh, 40 ounces at 13 years old, and you're watching hot dog contests and watching the women thinking about how they could, they could. It could eat a lot more than just hot dogs. Apparently. Yeah, no, but imagine. Apparently, think about that. Think of, your mind was in a lot more adult places at 13 years old than a lot of other kids. But think about, about today's kids. Today's kids, I hear at 13 years old, are doing some crazy shit. But think and about I thought, the, I the, the women's. 13, we were crazy. Think about the women's champ. She scoffs down like 40 hot dogs, and then she's like, she looks at you like, hey, what do you got over there? You're like, no, nothing, nothing <laughs> for you, true. honey. But you don't think you don't think that after eating forty hot dogs, she doesn't want to ever see another hot dog for like for a little a little while. I mean, you don't think after you eat forty hot dogs in what ten minutes? What's the time going over there? Five minutes, ten minutes? It's I don't like even know. Ten minutes, minutes, yeah. You but, don't think after eating forty hot dogs in ten minutes, you don't want to even lay your eyes on a hot dog? For but a while, she thing. looks at you and she says, "That's not a hot dog. That's a little pig in the blanket that they serve on the Super Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you this though. In all seriousness, do you think you could train like a kielbasa queen to be like a good hot dog eater? 
I don't know. Is that what's a kielbasa queen? I, I, she now jams now like to switch sports altogether. Now you now you're taking it too far. Like I'm talking about the hot dog game contest. Now you bring it to a kielbasa queen. I've never even seen a kielbasa contest. What's a kielbasa queen? Oh, kielbasa queen. You got it from Howard Stern. Yeah, she like takes sixteen yeah, kielbasas and and deep throats the whole thing. That's like a, that's a contest. That's no, a contest? but no, but I'm just saying that it's like a record. She could she could deep throw like she gets her. Uh, oh, like the movie, like the movie. Correct. I saw the Howard Stern movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Does so that if she, still stand for that goal, did somebody break it? Uh, no, I think she's she's the best. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta be honest. If anybody could break that record, they got some talent. <laughs> I, think. I don't, I don't know if that's possible. The actress that did that that pulled that off has to be the real girl. I mean, that was unbelievable. Oh, speaking of which. Speaking yeah, of which, uh, speaking of Howard Stern and Kabasa Queen, I got a call today. Um, Beetlejuice called. Beetlejuice called you. Yeah. You <laughs> well, he was. He was. Beetlejuice uh, hasn't called in a while. We've I know. Well, we haven't spoken. He's been in my head. He's been tweeting us. I know. What's going on with Beetlejuice? No, he was checking up on you. We wanted to see how you were doing. Um, mm-hmm. He wants to come to the fight, but <clears throat> he wants. He doesn't like the official team now. Mascot. We can't yes. each other. Yes. Of course, but... but, but the problem I have with Beetlejuice is, where was he the last time we actually really wanted him? Like, Beetlejuice always part of Team Malinaji. I mean, he's been part of Team Malinaji since my first World Title run. So, Beat's always invited if he's in town. The thing about Beat is, we wanted to use him as a prop for the Adrian Broder press conference. We actually tell the world now. We don't, we, see, the world didn't know about this plan that we had, because Beat had to cancel it on us. Yeah. If anyone that doesn't know, the second Adrian Broder press conference, the fight week press conference... We were going to dress up Beetlejuice as Adrian Brown and bring him to the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to dress him up, put a bunch of gold chains on him, put the, put the old light on him. And, 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 like I said, I mean, there's no beef for me and Adrian now. We're cool. But at the time, we thought this was a genius idea. We were going to dress up Beetlejuice as Adrian, bring him to the press conference, and have him talk. And we were going to call him his hair. talk is, is comedy in and of itself. Yeah. And we were going to have the, the Adrian Brown a prop. At the final press conference, and we were I mean, going to comb his hair. At the final press conference, had his own fireworks. <laughs> like he would have had, he would have had the stalker with him at the press conference, and I would have had beer juice. It would have been wild. It would have been a wild scene. It would have been turned genius. Out, it still turned out to be wild. But beat, unfortunately, was in Georgia at the time. Yeah, could not make himself available for us. Uh, so we we did without the uh, the Beetlejuice prop at the final press conference. For well, that I, but for all of the, now the world knows what I actually had in mind. They had a much more creative. Uh, press conference in mind for that final press conference right. than actually it was, even though I think it still became entertaining nonetheless. Well, he says he said that um, you know he wanted to make sure training was going well, which I told him that you're ready. Okay. And um, you know he said if you need any, Did he say he's going to help out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he was calling. He said if you need any help with sparring, he's there for you. Okay. Um, obviously, we know that we don't want to ruin your confidence by you know with beat because he is awkward and and hits really hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't want, want him to hurt we don't you. Want to put, we don't want to put beat in that in the situation where you know it kind of messes up the training camp for us. Yeah, of course. I would, yeah, and I also, I myself. listen. Uh, you hear a lot of names going around for Floyd. Uh, you never know at the last minute if if beats the name that that they settle on because I talked to beat today and I said, beat, you know, what's up with you? Beat has, a, uh, beat has a, a bit of a beef with Floyd, right? I yeah, mean, and I told him, I said, what's up with you and Floyd? Are you going to beat his ass? And he goes, you know, I already did. So. I mean, to, 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 this is like a well kept secret. Cause yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know they even had prior beef or a prior fight. Right. He's forty eight and one in beat size. So in beat size, he's forty eight and one. So when did this happen? This happened at the Mayweather gym. Was was it during one of Floyd's East Coast trips? I mean, I, apparently beat is like all up, all, all gung ho about this. I've I've seen an interview with, with beat on on Howard Stern, and he's 
He's all gonna go about the Mayweather situation. Yeah, he, he said, he you know, I fucking. He said finally, to, today, Floyd must have really offended him somewhere. Yeah, today he said, you know, I fucking beat his ass already. I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, hopefully you get that rematch, bro. You yeah, know? yeah. But, but apparently, would, would, if, if beat already beat him, wouldn't wouldn't Floyd want the rematch? Then that usually how it works when the guy maybe Floyd is scared. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And so that's why he's trying to go to guys he, like being like Mitch Rose when he beat Butterbean. Yeah, he beat him, and then he's asking him for the rematch. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why he's mentioning guys like Kareem Mayfield. Who the fuck is Kareem Mayfield? Yeah, well, well, Beat should go on a rant about you know talking about you know comparing himself to the other um, to the rest of the uh, possible opposition that's been mentioned, and giving us his take on why he should be the one that gets picked over does, the rest of the guys. Does he got to do you the know, Shannon you, Briggs? You put a lot about there. You put. Okay, first you put the monsters, Kel Brook, Keith Thurman, and whatnot. Then you put the you know the next the next wave. You got Amir Khan, uh, Andre Berto, and uh, Mayfield. And then you put Beach. I mean, Beach should give us his reasoning on each individual fighter and what he has, what he brings to the table that's more than those fighters, and why Floyd should fight him. And if he puts up a good enough argument, you never know, bro. I mean, Floyd, Floyd might pick him. But at the end of the day, it's still entertainment. It's still you still get still value for your buck, I, and beats always entertain the value. Absolutely, I think they shatter the Pacquiao and Mayweather numbers would beat. I think they can beat Pacquiao now. <laughs> absolutely, honestly, bro. I mean, I don't think Pacquiao has a chance. If you know, beat should be out. If beat could maybe dismantle Pacquiao more than Mayweather did, maybe puts himself at the forefront for the for the fight with Floyd. You never know. That could be a possibility too. We know we got to do. We got to get beat on the show for a. For guest appearance, we yeah. gotta ask him his take on all this stuff. Yeah. That's what we gotta do. We gotta get. I say we get Beetlejuice on the show and Welvin the Great together. Can you imagine those two in a room together? Oh, that'd be great. Can you imagine Beetlejuice and Welvin the Great in a room together? That would be phenomenal. That is wild. Let's book them. Put here. microphones on them. They can run my show for an hour. <laughs> they can run the show for an hour. Honestly, it'd be Welvin and Beat Brooklyn to the world with Paulie and Peter Cards and Seth just watching. <laughs> And everybody else, it will make sure. I'm telling you, everybody almost listened to an episode. And you put those two in a, in, a, in, a, in a room together, God only knows the conversation you'll, you'll get out of it. It's, it's, it's wild for you to even think about. Absolutely. Um, today's, a, today's a special day. You're a 14-year yeah. veteran today, July 7th. Can you imagine? 14 July years ago today, 7th, I mean, I 2001, we were in Is Coney that, Island. Speech. Can you imagine? Speech. It's wild. It's wild. It's, uh, I, I don't Dude, I feel like it was yesterday I turned pro. Like I, I, I feel like I was thinking about it yesterday. Actually, I said, "Wow, 14 years ago today, I was I was at the weigh-in for my pro debut, and I was weighing in at lightweight. What did I weigh? 136 or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's like that's it's wild. It's crazy. I I feel like I blinked and everything just blew right by. It's crazy. You knocked out Thaddeus Parker in 27 seconds, and then yeah. we were running around the stadium like little kids. The whole yeah, night. It really was. We were like kids in the theme park, man. Yeah. I mean, it was like we. I, I, for all of you that you know that you know don't understand the experience, it was just a big card. Then to turn pro on a nice card like that, the main event was on HBO. It was Jesse James Lehigh versus Hector Camacho Jr. So it was a big HBO card. We were on the off TV on the card, obviously, very early. And um, I remember getting to the stadium early. It was still sunlight out. You know, and just taking in the atmosphere, which you know the stadium was still empty at the time, but it, we were fighting in a Keystone Park in Coney Island, which is now called MCU Park, where the Brooklyn Cyclones play their single A baseball. And uh, got it. I remember getting there and just taking it all in, just feeling like, wow, I'm gonna be a professional fighter tonight. You know, and it's like the the night you you know when you start boxing, there's certain nights you always think in your mind you're eventually going to reach them. You know, there's like certain check box, certain boxes you have to check off. You know, it's like your first amateur fight. 
you know, your first tournament win, your first national title, your Olympic gold medal, your world championship. And obviously not all the boxes get checked off. But, you know, you, you make a mental note of all those boxes you want to check off. And obviously the pro debut is a, is a, is a, is a major box that you want to check off. And uh, I remember thinking that, day, that night, like, man, I'm about to, you know, turn pro tonight and, you know, I got to make this happen. This is, this is where it all begins. There's no room for error anymore, you know? But it was an exciting thing. Remember, Peter, we were just, like, oh, taking it all in. And then uh, we fought early. You know, I won early in the first round. And then we were just running around that whole stadium like little kids. I mean, meeting people, taking pictures with people, meeting, uh, meeting actors that were there, meeting uh, 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 old pros that were there. Mm-hmm. And we, we, meet, we, meet, we met Artie from uh, The Sopranos, Artie Bucco. Yeah, he was the, the chef in Sopranos. I met Piper Parabo at the post-fight party. Yeah. Uh, the fighters were there. Camacho Jr. Leha. Um, it was Camacho cool. Senior I mean, it was, was there. Who? Camacho Senior was there. Rest in Camacho peace. Camacho Senior was there. Of course, it was pretty wild. It was just. Uh, and remember, at that time, it was like because that it had never been done, and mm-hmm. uh, it was everybody loved like the venue and loved the way you know it went down. That they kind of told you like that this might be a regular thing for you but it never, yeah, never yeah. worked out I remember they said that it was going to be we're going to try to do this again and many times and so of course of your career poorly they told me you know you're going to end up headlining here in big fights here and I remember thinking wow this is going to be so cool and obviously it never happened again so when Barclay Center came and uh, rescued the scene for Brooklyn uh, it was a kind of a, a very welcome thing but the uh, the stadium fight was really cool it was a it's a moment uh, uh, that will last me a lifetime uh, and again, it wasn't just the fight; it was just everything about that night. It was just so cool. Everything was just really cool, and it was obviously Fourth of July week. You know, Fourth of July had just passed. Mm-hmm. It was like festive. It was summer. It turned out to be a great day uh, overall. You know, because in New York, you never know if it's going to rain or to be sunny. It turned out to be a nice sunny day that day, and uh, and uh, you know, it was a clear night skies and all that stuff. It was pretty cool. It was actually really cool, and. Uh, you know, definitely a memory that I won't forget. And you know what else is funny? A little side note about that: the post-fight party, we didn't get in right away. Remember, they wouldn't oh, let us in. No, the bouncer we, tells us uh, we that, were too that young. we're not on the list. Yeah, we weren't on the list. And then, and then the bouncer listen to this. Said, so the bouncers we're like, um, hey, we're here for the after party. <laughs> so the bouncer's like, uh, uh, you know, what's the name? So I'm like, Paul Malinaji. He's like, not on the list. You got to have a bracelet or something. I said, he just fought on the show. So they're like, nah. The bouncer starts <laughs> ignoring us and starts start talking, talking to the, the other fight. bouncer and tells tells the bouncer, yeah, you know, one of those fights ended in 27 seconds, man. The kid knocked the kid out so quick. <laughs> I said, dude, that was him. He won in 27 seconds. Let us in the fucking place already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Needless to say, eventually we did make it a pretty after party and had a good time. My brother, and- well, how many times did my brother say crab cakes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? Lenny's? Oh man, we're going to Lenny's. Oh, they got the best. Oh, Lundy's, not Lundy's, Lund- not Lenny's. Yeah, Lund- Lundy's. Yeah. They got the best crab cakes. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> crab cakes. Yeah. That was a good night. It was a good night. It was a fun night, and I, I, we blink and we're here 14 years later to the day. At least we're still alive, you know. Hey, here's to another 14 years. I'll drink today. Salute. Yeah, to another 14 years. I usually but, don't uh, drink, but you know. You yeah, like yeah, the no, you? Of course not. You're, you're like the next Bernard Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, of course. For 260. Uh, no, not to another 14 year boxing career. Definitely not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, That's what I was talking about. I want you to live more. Uh, fun and good times and 14 years more of success. You know? I want you to live more than 14 more years, Paulie. I want, I definitely. Want you. Oh, I appreciate that. I said, yeah. I really appreciate the concern and the well wishes. Yeah. <laughs> 50, 60 for you. you too. Thanks, Seth. You got high expectations yeah. for us. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I love you. Guys. So, that, so that's the memory for the day, you know, and it's uh, quite a good memory, you know, you know, <laughs> years uh, that have flown by just like that. And then, uh, so another thing, let's talk about over the weekend. You know, we had some good soccer, or they, they, our friends in the UK say football. Yep. Copa America final. Chile got their first Copa America victory. Wow, yeah, I know. That was something else. They really, really outplayed them. Argentina, man. They played really well. They really Although at the end, well. you know, they could have, uh, Argentina could have got that goal if uh, Lavetti's just a little bit more precise with that pass to Iguain. Oh. But uh, a, uh, a good uh, good goal in the West. I was watching BN Sports yesterday, and they were talking about that final. And they were talking about how, you know, the coach should have really brought in Tevez instead of Lavetti. I mean, what's with bringing in Lavetti? And, you know, the whole thing about Lavetti, when you had Tevez on the bench, and Tevez only played 15 minutes the entire tournament. I got to agree. I mean, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I got to agree. I mean, Carlos Tevez had a phenomenal season with Juventus this year. Um, he's been in great form. You know, I, he's obviously not a guy that you have to fear at the penalty spot in case the game does go to a shootout. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to bring him in and then I'm going to get stuck with him at, at the penalty spot because he's going to, you know, he's a guy that scores penalties anyway. So. And Lovetsi uh, ended up missing anyway. Was he Lovetsi going to miss? You sure? No. Oh, hey, Brian missed. He Brian kicked high. They all missed except Messi, dude. Oh, yeah. Everybody missed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was 4 1, yeah. But anyway, at the end of the day, even besides the penalty shootout, I just think that, you know, uh, the, the substitution could have been a little bit uh, bit different. You know, I, I don't know what our Twitter followers uh, think, but I think Tevez coming in instead of Lovetsi would have been a, a better substitution. Obviously, the Di Maria injury hurt him in general. I mean, oh, big time. The, the only reason Lovetsi came in was because Di Maria got hurt. But uh, I would have brought in Tevez over, uh, over Lovetsi. And and uh, and not uh, replace Di Maria with Lovetsi. I can't argue with you there. But yeah, I mean, obviously, with the result, it's obviously looks a lot smarter. In the moment, maybe uh, they had a better argument in terms of bringing in uh, Ezekiel Lovetsi for that moment. But I, I, like I said, in the end, I, I got to disagree there, and uh, I think Tevez was the way to go. They, they didn't go. They didn't bring in Tevez. They didn't bring in Tevez there. They didn't bring in Tevez for the game at all. And uh, they watched as uh, Alexis Sanchez put in the. The final dagger in that shootout at the end, and uh, oh man, and that was it. And what a shot that was, huh? You gotta have balls of steel to take the penalty <laughs> kick like that. That was basically like a chip shot, but not a chip. You just you just caressed it. I'm the ball barely rolled over the line. I know you, you're depending on the goalkeeper diving the wrong way. That's it. That's cheeky, as they say in the UK. Very cheeky of Alexis Sanchez and ballsy of Alexis Sanchez to take a penalty shot in that way when you know the deciding it's a deciding kick to you win the Copa America. You gotta have some sack. Yeah, you gotta have balls steel, uh, balls of steel. Balls first of, of steel. all, in that pressure moment to shoot it like that, and then uh, you gotta have uh, ice in your veins, ice in your veins. And obviously, Alexis Sanchez has proven himself to be a, a, a terrific, terrific football footballer um, uh, through the years. I've I saw him for many years at Serie A with Udinese, and then he moved on to Barcelona, and now the Brits get to see him on with Arsenal. But a terrific player, and uh, he's finally got an international trophy to hold dear for himself. Uh, you know, uh, it's, a, it's been a great generation for Chile, and finally it's good to see them having won something because, you know, a lot of times these these countries, they don't always have terrific generations of players. You know, some countries are always good, like Germany, Brazil. You know, those countries are always good. But then sometimes um, the other countries Italy. are only – Italy is usually always good, but I don't know what happened to them recently. But Italy has been always good, too, for the most part. But anyway, you know, other countries that go by generations where sometimes the generation is good and sometimes the generation is weak. Even Holland is like that. You know, obviously the country is really small, but Holland – you know, they'll go from having an awesome team to not qualifying for the World Cup like they didn't in 82 and 86. So, you know, it, and even France. You know, France didn't qualify for the, the 90 World Cup and then the 94 World Cup, and then they came back and won the 98 World Cup. So sometimes it's a generational thing, but you don't always see these power generations actually 
making good on that generational bloom, the golden bloom that they have, and winning a tournament. Sometimes they do really well, but they don't win tournaments. You know, what comes to mind? Portugal comes to mind. The Portugal of the turn of the century comes to mind, where, uh, you know, they, they, they were a great team at the 2000 European Cup. Uh, I think they got screwed around a little bit in 2000 World, 2002 World Cup, as did everybody else. The right. 2004 European Cup, they were back at it, and they made the, they made the finals in a, in a tournament that they hosted. They reached they the finals and lost to Greece. How do you lose to Greece at the end of the day? Well, honestly, <laughs> Greece had a pretty good team that year. For some reason, Greece was beating everybody. I don't know. I still don't get how Greece won that tournament. Greece but they, they, they did it in style. I mean, they were A great lot of tzatziki piece. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but they won. And then the 06 World Cup, Portugal, you know, lost in the semifinals to France, just like they had lost in the semifinals to France at the 2000 European Cup. So, oui, oui. again, a, a, general, a golden generation that was never able to win an international tournament. So, Good for Chile, they were able to win this international tournament because sometimes you see these golden generations, these countries bring in, and then they, they're not able to put it all together. They're, they compete, they're fun to watch, and they leave you with great memories of having watched them, just like the Portuguese team of that turn of the century. You know, had gave me great memories. They were such a fun team to watch, but they never, they were never able to win. So, uh, good for Chile that they were able to win this tournament. So even if they win nothing else, even if they win nothing else. Chile has been able to take home a trophy uh, and, and give this generation something to look back on with fondness. Because, honestly, since Cold America started, I don't think Chile ever won one. I think this is their, this is their first Cold America they ever. They hosted it six times. Years, they've never won it. Yeah, they hosted yeah. it six times, and they, they never lost won. The final. I think they said they lost the final in 1985 to Uruguay. Uruguay's won it many times. So. Uh, one of them beating Chile in 1985, and, uh, you know, it's good. You know, one other thing they were talking about yesterday on being sports was should some Pauli, who looks exactly like my father, by the way. For any of you out there, I don't, I don't know how many of you out there have seen my father, but, I mean, I, I barely see my father, so if you haven't seen him, you know, I, I, don't, I don't blame you. But but he looks exactly like my father. It's wild. Spitting image of <laughs> his father. He's wild. I feel like I'm looking at my father when I walked on the, on the bench, on the sidelines. But anyway, they were talking about how he should maybe step down. Because when you win an international tournament like that, a lot of coaches like to step down because they become very in demand for club coaching. And club coaching, honestly, offers a lot more money sometimes, you know? And you've seen that happen many times. I remember Lippi did that in 2006 after winning the World Cup with Italy. Uh, I've, seen, uh, I've seen that happen with other coaches as well. So you start to wonder if uh, Sampali should step down because, honestly, this is probably the ceiling for him. I mean, I, you don't really expect Chile to win a World Cup. You expect him to compete, but really it would, it would be a big surprise if Chile won a World Cup. So for Sao Paulo, has he reached his ceiling? Should he step down? That was also something interesting to, uh, that they were uh, having a conversation about, and I was actually, uh, it made me wonder as well. So it's uh, some things to think about. Uh, what what are you, a fucking soccer season. analyst now? Come on, bro. I'm always a soccer analyst. What are we talking about here? Everybody out there knows that's actually my favorite sport. I love boxing, guys. I mean, I love boxing. I made my living from boxing, but soccer is my favorite sport. Sorry to... Or to break the news to everybody It's actually always been my favorite sport But uh, I just ended up being a better boxer Than I was a soccer player What are you going to do? <laughs> that, that's a fucking fact <laughs> <laughs> So hey, anyway, they, that's, uh, that's the interesting thing Do they have soccer <laughs> on DraftKings? Speaking of soccer football, They do B-Law NYU B-Law B-Law Andrea B-Law Frank Lampard's coming as well. They need a little bit of help. David Villa uh, scored two goals last night. Two goals from uh, David Villa. Did you guys see that? Yeah, two goals. Yeah, David Villa had two goals. We had the rest of the international cavalry to come in and... uh, When is Pielo going to play? I don't know. He was at the game, though. They had him in the box, in the suite. I can't wait till he gets here. I'm going over there. I'm going to go watch all the games. Yeah, can we and, get some uh, tickets to that shit? Yeah, we got to get some tickets. Seriously, Ch- I wish they played in a better stadium. Yankee Stadium is not made for soccer. Like, the Red Bulls get a great soccer stadium. 
They got a great football team. Like, what's up with that? Why does the NYFC have to play in Yankee Stadium? And who wants to drive to the Bronx? I mean, no offense against the Bronx, but it was mad far from Brooklyn. Take the train. <laughs> take the train. Please don't take the train. Seth, I did take the train. I went to watch Man, Man City versus Liverpool last summer, the friendly in, uh, in Yankee Stadium. It still took me an hour on the train. <clears throat> an yeah, hour. At the end of the and, day. I mean, they would have took longer driving because of traffic, but it still took me an hour on the train. The only positive thing is the train. If you take the train from Bensonhurst, you only have to transfer. It's one train direct to Yankee Stadium. But still, nonetheless. Take a helicopter. The Red Bull Stadium in Harrison, New Jersey is closer to me. I can drive to a Red Bull Stadium and get there faster. Yeah, can can we splurge a little? Maybe you get a, a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to work on a helicopter. <laughs> Be like the guy in Ballers. Every every expensive thing I see, that show Ballers, the guy wants yeah. to get it. He was like, who's that character? <laughs> this weekend he was on. He was on the boat. And he's like, I got to get me one of these. If it costs a ton of money, he wants it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great show! I like that show. Yeah, that show was good, man. Yeah, that's said, something on that show. What is it? If it if it drives. Floats. Yeah, it's great. That's a great line. Lease it. Lease it. Yeah. Floats or fucks, he said. Yeah. <laughs> Drives, flies, floats or fucks. Lease it. Yeah. I like that. I ain't that a fact. Should live by that credo. And also another sideball football note, the Women's World Cup. USA Boom. women win the World Cup. My ladies. Props to them. USA women World Cup. Carly uh, Lloyd. Women. Yeah, Carly Lloyd. What she got? A, th- uh, a, a hat, hat trick. trick. Three goals. In now, six, if you had, if you were taking, if you were like a, a football analyst, a football locksmith, like you, like you tend to be, Pete. Yeah. Um, in theory, what would you have taken this weekend? The well, DraftKings have football, by the way, Seth. Does DraftKings have soccer? They do. They do. They do. That's big. That's big. We need so to talk about it. If you were P-A-U-L-I-E-M, Paulie-M, go to the code Paulie-M on DraftKings, you could get throw on your locks of soccer, too. You could get your MLS on. Did you play any place with little MLS on? have a lot more than MLS there. Come on. Huh? <clears throat> they have MLS. What? They have Just MLS. MLS. Just MLS, huh? It's not gonna do it. We gotta, we gotta have a lot more options than MLS. Well, they got baseball. They got. They play baseball too. <laughs> they play baseball too. <laughs> anyway, big props to the to the women's uh, World Cup team. They Harley Cup. Lloyd scored Lloyd from with a, with a, center with a, with a, field. Hat-trick. Yeah, that's that's some that's that's some shit you only see in women's soccer. Swarm from center field. That's pretty wild. That's a, that's a wild thing to score from center field. Anyway, back Wait. on the wagering, what what were your locks this weekend? Well, Did they, only, I mean, obviously hindsight being twenty twenty now, maybe they don't look like locks so much afterwards. But according to the weekend, oh, the you're going to start. You're going to start locks. now. With two championship games going on, there had to be some locks over there. What were they? Okay, I'm curious myself because honestly, I didn't really get to get get into it with you over the weekend as far as well. First who the locks off, were be. For, let's do it right. Let's, let's show some respect. <laughs> We were at. Uh, we spent the Fourth of July. Myself, my fiance, my nephew, uh, Paulie. We went to our friend Giancarlo Paniki's uh, house, and he just had a beautiful baby girl, Ava oh. Angeline. Him and his uh, wife Christina. Mazel tov. Yeah, congratulations to them. Beautiful wow. house. We we hung out. We watched the game, which I had <clears throat> Argentina. Um, and I had the over. I <clears throat> had the over. Yeah. How'd that go? That didn't go good. Okay. What are you that doing? That went over like a fart in church, bro. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding <laughs> like, me? Like a real fart in church. Argentina and the over? Yeah. You're a dad. You're probably going to have more kids now. You got to start stopping <laughs> with the betting already. What are you doing? <laughs> Grow up! Argentina and the over? You... So it was actually the opposite. It ended up being Chile and the under. At the end of the day, correct. Because the shootout goals don't count for towards the goals. Correct. Oh, they don't. No. 
Nah, it's just one up. Shit, if the shootout goes count, then they'd all be over. Yeah. Because the uh, over and true, under true. will be two uh, and a half. I'm a football novice. So then, um, okay, so then you have to rebound. You have to go with the women's final the next day, at least. I know. What, what, what were your locks there? Did you have any, uh, yeah, did Japan. You at least have some redeeming success with the. Of course, I locks? took. Of course, I took my beautiful women of USA, the US and day. U.S. and A. U.S. and A. U.S. and A. Yeah. Chingui. Chingui. All right. And I had them inside. I had actually no. I wanted to take the over. You know what's crazy? You take overs on zero zero games. How many zero zero games do you take over this week? This during this Copa America, and you don't take the over in the final for the USA that they've been scoring like animals. Why don't you shut up? You took the over in Uruguay, Argentina, a couple weeks ago. You if I want to hear from an asshole, take, I'll fart. You don't take the over in any games Uruguay's playing. That's a that's a known fact. It's a known fact. Uruguay's always an under. Well, somebody on you Twitter take, gave me that one, so shut up. You take the overs in all the, the under Copa America games, and then you don't take the over in the Women's World Cup. That they're scoring like animals in some of those games. Animals. You know what they say about like politics? If if you if you don't vote, you don't have a right to speak. Yeah. You didn't bet, so you don't have a right to speak. Oh come on! <laughs> Just because I'm not a degenerate doesn't mean doesn't mean I, doesn't mean I shouldn't have a right to speak. Come on, well, it's America, damn it! <laughs> well, when I don't want to hear it, I come up with whatever I can. Oh my God! But well, listen, help. I had I had USA and I doubled up because I had them inside the 90 minutes and I had them. Uh, you know, win the championship. Just yeah, to advance to the, the final, the, to win the final. Yeah, yeah. So you redeem. So you uh, just when you I thought you couldn't get any dumber, <laughs> you pulled a stunt like that <laughs> and totally redeemed. Totally <laughs> redeemed myself. <laughs> right. All right. I'll I'll, I'll I'll give you that. There's All still right. room in the account if you still want to go to Aspen. All right. All right. There's room for one more on the account if I want to go to Aspen. All right. <laughs> well, you see, you go down this road. You get 70 miles to the hog on that gallon, I guess. I guess yeah. 70, 70 miles to the hog. 70 miles to the gallon on that hog. I brought up a joke. <laughs> You'll have to excuse oh, my friend. <laughs> He's a little slow. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Hey, uh, you know. What are you going to do is right. So what else is going on over there? Hey, did you, you guys, you didn't did, really. Did you feel lonely in the studio without me? I mean, because I'm in like a midst of a, like, a very intense training camp here. That's funny. Like, like, I, I got to save my legs and like not like jump up around. Women, weaken legs, Paulie. Don't forget. <laughs> what? You gone? What happened? Well, we get, you know what else weakens legs? Being all over the place. Like sometimes I am. Yeah. <laughs> all right, get they should wheel you around like in a diamond studded <laughs> chair or something. Like a wheelchair. See, you if they wheel me around, I'll, I'll save my legs. Yeah. You could you you ice it all out, you know, like you like. You like to have ice. Mm hmm. Make it nice. Yeah, yeah. You said oh, lonely. Like, uh, you guys familiar with this uh, Paisan, Sebastian Meniscalco? Oh, he's great. I'm a big fan. Yeah, he's playing in Jersey this week. He's one of he's, the funniest comedians oh, I've ever seen. He's funny, man. Paul, you'd love him. No, he. We watched Man, him. Selfie, I love the guy. You can't selfie, you right? Yeah, I call it. I mean, I don't know him, and he's a fellow Python. Like literally a fellow Python. That's what like, I said. One of your people. Like he's like he's Sicilian American. Sicilian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's Italian. He's I Sicilian. call it taking a lonely. <laughs> <laughs> what about when they said he said um, 
He said, oh, no, oh, leave my kid. No, leave him alone. He's special. He goes, really? Really, honey? He's special? No. See that Asian kid over there that does trigonometry at seven years old? He's special. <laughs> he is hilarious, man. He's really no, funny. He's, he's funny. I, one thing I don't get, how do they reach Chicago for L.A.? Like, there's no Italians in L.A. Uh, um, there's some of them. They're everywhere, like the Jews. No, there is. There is. I mean, there's some Italians, but I got it's show I, business. Oh, you got to do what he's got to do. I've been away for a couple years. I felt kind. Of, I mean, I'm not nothing against LA because I, 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 there were some really nice things about it, but like I felt like I had a place. I felt like I didn't belong. Oh. You know, you ever get that feeling like you're among, you're you're in the midst of a lot of people. You're amongst a lot of people. You're just like, I'm just not like maybe I'm just not cool enough to be here, or I'm just not I'm not fitting in right now. You know what I'm saying? They were young, man. You were young. You know, you give a little no, just play that young. No, that was, was, just the, the area. I know what he means because when he fought out there, I went out there. It's a lonely area. It L.A. I lived just, out there too. It's lonely. It's, it's, I really like. It's not really like lonely. It's it was just like different. Everybody's fake. Everybody, everybody's fake. Cool. Exactly. Like I and I, I always felt like you know what? Maybe I'm not cool enough for this place. Something about this place. No, maybe you're too cool. Maybe you're too cool for that but place. She was cool. Like, I always felt like I was cool, but like I don't know, like. The waiter and the, even my waiter and my waitress when I would go out to eat, they, they would talk down to me like as if they were cooler than me. <laughs> like, even, my, my, even the people serving me felt like they had this thing like they were better than me. And I was like, man, I'm not even cooler than my own waitress. Like, my <laughs> own waiter is making me feel like I should get up and serve him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to clean your own table when you're done eating. Oh, yeah, you really think weird. you can afford a steak and lobster? Like, it was something I didn't understand. It was like something about the vibe and over there. You know, like I, the only thing that was cool, like the, everybody really got a kick out of my accent. But, but other than that, I mean, it was really, which, which honestly only made me feel like I was further away from home because nobody thinks my accent is cool when I'm in Brooklyn because everybody has the same accent. But, you know, uh, <laughs> what about, I don't know. Wait, what about when everybody's just came from a casting call, right? Yeah. And, and you said like, oh, when you get out here, you know, uh, there's some some cool kids upstairs, whatever. They're like uh, yuppie kids. They were nice kids, mm-hmm. and the kid had the the mustache with the handlebars. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I'll give you this story. Yeah, I gotta give you this story. So wait, so my no, roommate so, my roommate Justin was from Queens, so you know at least you know I, I was I was in there with a fellow New Yorker when we were over there, you know. So at least I wasn't like totally feeling like I was totally out of place, you know. So and Justin, honestly, honestly, he liked LA a lot more than I did. I, I ended up going going a lot back and forth back to New York. He was in LA like. All the time. Yeah, he so, didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, regardless. So we had like a little house party one time. We were over there. We were inviting everybody from the, the building, and the building was actually pretty cool. You know, like it was like a young hit building with like some cool people. I remember uh, Chris Judd was there, J Lo's ex husband, um, uh, Andy Malinakis. Malinakis was awesome. He was always smoking weed in my roommate. They were smoking weed constantly together, uh, Justin and Andy Malinakis. Um, then there was uh, uh, Walsh was in that building. Oh, most death, most death was in that building for a little while. Dude, that sounds awesome. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah, no, it was the building cool. was cool. Like, like I said, it wasn't all bad. I'm not gonna tell you it was all bad. Like you know, there was some pretty cool stuff about there. You know, and I honestly, I, I liked that building. I liked that apartment I had there. It was really cool. So, well, I had a little party because my my roommate used to like throw like little parties, and he knew a lot of people more than people in the building than I did. So he invited everybody from the building and shit. So the doorbell rings, and I opened it, and this guy is on the other side. You know, waiting for me to let him in, and I open the door, and he's got like the Rowley Fingers mustache. You know, like the Rowley Fingers mustache that I wanted from like 1918. You know, where like <laughs> oh yeah, you know, like where where it's 
it just winds around on the side. You got a mustache like a wax. You got you got to wax it. Right, and then, yeah. So I was like blown away because I've only seen that mustache in pictures. You know, what <laughs> I mean? you know, it's it was around 2012 at that time. So I can't say I can't say I haven't seen that in real life. And like it, it was a real one. Like I thought it was a fake one. You it made know? the whole trip worthwhile. So I opened up and I was like, whoa! I was like, is that thing real? And he looks at me. And instead of saying, yeah, it is real, I took me this long to grow or whatever, and he said, like a normal human being, he goes, uh, yeah, why wouldn't it be? So I walked his friend on his face, but apparently he was invited by my roommate, so I had to let him in. So I let him in, and I go on, on the balcony, we had a balcony on the side, and I go to my roommate, and I'm like, bro, Justin, who the fuck is the guy with the, with, with the weird mustache I just let in? Who is that guy? He goes, oh, man, you said so-and-so, I forgot his name now. And I'm like, dude, he's a, he's a jerk-off, and I just told him what happened, and he goes, Bro, you know how many acting jobs that guy gets because of that mustache? And I'm like, bro, you know how many acting jobs that guy doesn't get because of that mustache? <laughs> what casting call? How many casting calls can you possibly go on that they need the Raleigh Fingers mustache? You know what I mean? But, what do you mean? How many acting jobs? You're going to go all the ones with the Raleigh Fingers mustache. The, no, but the best... Like all two of them for a year. The best was... The best was then, you know, when you were going to bed and you were like, oh, hang out, you know, upstairs with them. They're, you know, they're cool. You'll have a good time. So I brought Alyssa up there and I was with Justin and we're on the balcony and I'm smoking a cigarette. So I, I had just met that kid. So mm -hmm. he's talking. Oh, you met him too? And, you and met you know me. Huh? You met him too? Yeah, that's why I brought oh. it up. I was going to tell the story and then you told your story. So I'm sitting oh, okay. there. And I'm like, because, uh, you know, everybody comes from fucking casting call, this or that. So I'm like, I'm like, what's up, bro? So Justin's like, oh, this is Paulie's best friend. He's from New York. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, so one of the other guys goes, where'd you, where'd you, uh, where were you coming from? He's like, a casting call. I'm like, that's a fucking surprise. <laughs> that's all they do. And then he's like, yeah, got to head out. I got another, sh another call in the morning. <laughs> like. Well, These kids are like waiters, and all they do is have casting calls all day. I can't knock the hustle. I mean, that, no, that, that's what I have a problem with. But you know, it's like you shouldn't feel better than me because you have you were able to you were able to grow out the Raleigh Fingers mustache, and I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? You, you shouldn't feel better than me because of that. I was calling him Stash. Huh? I was you calling, calling him Stash. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, "What's up, Stash?" Or as one of your coworkers says, Mustachi, right? Yeah. Mustachi, Mustachi. Right? I had this kid, this kid the, that the, worked with us. He didn't, he couldn't read or spell. Um, so what's the thing you like to say about him? What's yeah. the thing you like about him? What? What's the thing you like to say about that particular coworker of yours? <laughs> we call him Sunny because he's so bright. No, he's um, still good at construction, but he, you know, he, but he's not really bright at a lot of other things. Yeah. He, he can build he you can a build skyscraper, you a skyscraper but, he but he can't spell it. Yeah. Um, so he's looking at his phone one day and he goes, "What the hell is Mustachi?" So I'm like, "I'm like what?" And he shows me the phone and it's Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mustachi Muhammad. Did he fight Hagler? Mustachi <laughs> 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 you're horrible. <laughs> oh come on, bro. What is that? Was that his name? <laughs> Mustafa. Oh, that's Mustafa Hamshaw. Leave the guy alone. Come on. <laughs> he was actually a good fighter. Don't don't be alone. Don't don't be on Mustafa Hamshaw. I'm not. I'm just having a little fun with some words over here. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. That's all. I'm putting the fire, Seth. Just just like you. Hey, you you know uh. Get some crazy news on Twitter. I'm looking at Twitter. You guys know Jared, the subway guy? What happened to him? House got raided for child pornography. Wow! No way! Yeah, you want the subway? What a creepy fuck. Yep. He always came off a little bit creepy, but I just thought, like... He just took it to the next level. He's overweight. 
and now like he's just coming into and settling into like you know normal civilization. So you know when you're not from normal civilization, you're not used to com- used to communicating with a lot of people, and you are you're always gonna come off a little bit weird and creepy. But I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Damn, bro. I mean, he's not. not Damn. Yeah, I don't know if he's found guilty or anything, but I think Subway, it's already six Subway's already scrubbing him off their website, you know? How? How do you get rid of him? You get, a guy has child pornography in his house, but you get rid of him. He's always affiliated. When you think of Subway, you think of the guy. That's a, that's yeah, not a good thing just, for a business. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll endorse Subway. I mean, I got no problem. I, I tend to eat there. I'll, I'll freely replace Jared. And Absolutely. I, Subway, if you're listening, we, we, we'll take a sponsor for the podcast. Yeah. We'll eat your sandwiches. We'll, we'll video ourselves eating the sandwiches. I'll, I'll, I'll tattoo Subway on my back underneath the word immortal. <laughs> Will you? Yeah. You know, everybody, you know, everybody that doesn't know what my, my tattoo says on my back, because I've been asking a million times. Honestly, when I got it, I thought it was pretty legible. Apparently, it's not. Nobody actually knows what it says. It says immortal. It says the word is immortal. So I'll tattoo Subway underneath the word immortal. You I know like what I mean? It. I'll toss the tattoo artist's yeah, salad while he gives you the tattoo. If if if, they, if we make up the new Jared sponsor, really? Yeah. I'll toss we're willing to, to, to bend over backwards, literally. We're willing to pick up the slack. Oh, you know, Jared. Oh, it's a whole bigger thing. There's there's a Jared Foundation. It's an organization founded by him to raise awareness about childhood obesity. Oh, this is like a whole. It could be a whole. Wow. Nasty thing. Well, I, I we don't know the facts yet, but it, it doesn't yeah, look I don't good. Wanna, maybe it's a, hopefully it's a mistake. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know about that either, though. Doesn't <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> it doesn't look like a mistake. You don't want to wish negative bad stuff on anybody. You don't want to wish negativity or bad stuff on anybody. Not even my worst I'm, enemy. Not not, not, I don't want to say not on anybody. I mean, on all the Twitter haters, I wish bad shit on them. <laughs> right. All my Twitter haters. I, 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 I wish you guys trip in the shower, slip in the shower today. All your Twitter haters. But everybody else, you know, or like Jared or anybody else, you know, if this is a mistake, you know. Yeah, hopefully. It gets fixed. I don't know. There's only one child molester that was allowed, and that's Michael Jackson. Oh, Lee, oh come on. Bro. A lot of that was improving. I'm not going to tell you it's, whether it's true or not. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to say you're defending him, but come on. Don't don't say the guy's name of any dead. He, the, guy, the guy passed away. Don't say the guy's name of any I'm saying on. that's the only guy that was allowed to get away with it. Okay, well, we don't know if he got away with it. I mean, obviously, the the, 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 the it seems like he got away with it, but I'm not gonna. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to think of Michael Jackson like that because he he passed away, and I don't want to. Now, something why, else, something why that's you a f- don't you don't sleep with children. I loved Michael Jackson as a kid. It's Jesus. I mean, juice. maybe it's better I didn't get to meet him, but shit. Why I don't you, know. The Snoop video and all that. You know, when I was a kid. What's wrong with bomb. What's wrong with sleeping with children in your bed? Oh, Jesus juice. Give him a little Jesus juice. I don't find this funny, just so you guys know. Uh, you know what? When he was done, he'd say, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys are on your own on this one. I'm not <laughs> you hear about Bill Cosby, too? He admitted that he... Okay, Bill Cosby's a different story. That's fucked up. That's Duh. Crazy. He's admitting it. He's actually admitting it. Like, yeah, he admitted. He obtained <laughs> quaaludes and indeed tried to give them to young women. I would he take... He was like the family guy. I would take the quaaludes and put it in the pudding. And then they would eat the jello pudding. And then oh, yeah. they would they get hospitals from the co- think about the families when you were a kid, like the, the, the happy families. The hospitals from the Cosby Show, the the uh, the Tanners from Full House, <laughs> the Winslows from Family Matters. And uh, I was going to say the I was going to say the Jeffersons, but the Jeffersons are pretty dysfunctional. So yeah, but they were happy. And uh, and George even the Schultz. 
you know, missing the Drummonds and 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 uh, uh, and Willis and all of them. Racial harmony. Stuff. And even yeah. they didn't end up good. But none of them. The girl died, right? Arnold's dead. You know, I'm no, not talking to you that about Rufy. That was a cursed show. That for as good a show as that was, who remembers different strokes out there? Different strokes was the shit. Are you kidding me? What you talking about? One of the early, one of the early shows I ever watched when I was in this country. Actually, part of the reason I learned to speak English was watching different strokes when I would get home from school. So you learned how to say every day. So remember, five o'clock different strokes. Five thirty facts of life. Facts of life are all about. Life, I honestly, I would never watch the facts of life. I would watch cartoons. And then after cartoons were over, the patrols would come on at 5. And then after 5, it would be uh, the facts of life at 5.30. But I would, I would be done by then. Paul, didn't you date Tootie? Is that true? Who? Tootie. Tootie? No, no. I mean, I, honestly, I, I, don't, I can't even think offhand which one was which in, uh, in the facts of life. I never actually watched the show. The only thing I did was uh, see the beginning song. Because that beginning song used to get stuck in your head. What time, what time were you knitting sweaters? Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, didn't have, I didn't have your life. I had, I had an early bedtime when I was seven years old. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't sitting. I wasn't sitting there at three a.m. watching Rambo. <laughs> what? You're seven. You're still a virgin. What's wrong with you? That's... <laughs> yeah. My, me and Pete's childhood at that age was a lot different, wasn't it? <clears throat> hey, uh, you also said that uh, Mayweather uh, relinquished his uh, WBO Walter Walter Weight belt. Yeah, that wasn't a surprise. I don't think. Uh, I think he got along with much with the the way the WBO does business, and so I think he decided to do away with it. And I mean, honestly, they want him to pay sanctioning fees or fight mandatories. It's, it's it's asinine. He doesn't need a belt. He's fucking yeah, Mayweather. I mean, yeah, I, I think he's almost retiring anyway, so in the end, exactly. all those butts are going to become vacant anyway. So it's oh, speaking of which, what? champ, why don't, we, why don't we break down a little bit of what we know about this whole feud with... This uh, lawsuit, uh, lawsuit, so to speak, between oh, with, uh, the, the PBC against against Al Heyman. I, I just think it's you know my, my only the only problem. The, I mean, I have a lot of problems with it, obviously, but the biggest problem I have with it is that they're masquerading as they we're protecting the fighters uh, because Yali has been made to protect the fighters, and this is not honoring Yali Act according to them. And because we have to protect the fighters, you know, we're uh, we have to sue. Like, dude, none of the fighters are being taken advantage of. What, what are you talking about? I've never seen so many fighters happier. I've never seen so many fighters this happy under one stable in my whole life. Like, what? what's the odds? What's the chances? You know what I mean? That, that a guy can have a stable of this many fighters and everybody's happy. Like, so you can't even sit here telling me you have to try to get rid of Al Heyman and get rid of PVC because it's to protect the fighters. Because the fighters aren't being taken advantage of. We're making more money than, any, than at any point. Right. So, Top rank sounds so like... My problem is they're suing because it's hurting their business. Right. Because they don't get to do as good of a job as fucking... As, as, as Al Heyman does, as PBC is doing. They're mad that they don't, they don't, they don't want to have to pay out money because PBC is doing time by themselves right now, investing this money and hoping that with the high ratings, eventually the, these same networks will buy back the time later on and you'll still get free TV, but you'll still you'll get it on the CBS dime, on the NBC dime, on the Spike dime, on the ESPN dime, you know? So once this actually works in the coming years, and that's the hope. You know, so, so you'll still get free TV, free boxing on TV later on. It'll just be, you know, that Al won't have to pay for it uh, after if this investment works out. So why, why the hate? The guy's actually making a huge investment to try to continue boxing on free TV even later on. 
All the haters are like, oh, we're gonna, it's going to be on pay-per-view. Why would it be on pay-per-view? Jerk offs. How many stupid people are out there in this world? The mega super fights are always going to be on pay-per-view. That's, yeah, but if you get a handful of those a year, okay. The rest of them, they'll still be on these networks. It'll just be the networks picking up the slack and buying them because now they want to continue those high ratings. So the, the, the goal here is to get high ratings so the networks keep buying the time. What are you talking about? What's the negative thing about this? The only, the only thing that's hurting is the competition because they can't do what he's doing. They don't have the balls to do what he's doing. They don't have the money to do what he's doing. And if they have it, they don't want to risk that they money don't to do spend what he's it. doing. So what's the problem? What's the problem, morons? What's the problem? And listen, honestly, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. It, it was fine when, when, when he was working with Golden Boy. Now all of a sudden... You know, they, they're like the, the bitter girlfriend uh, when he moved on to another girlfriend, right? I mean... Yeah, yeah I mean, from that perspective, you know, he was using the Golden... Uh, working a lot with Golden Boy uh, in the past, and now it's just weird that, you know, they, they ended up suing him for probably what they're saying are things that they are suspected of having done with him when they... Uh, when they uh, allegedly were working together, so I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but the whole the whole thing in the end it boils down to the fact that this is not to protect the fighters. No promoters, or most of the promoters in the past in my career that I've seen, have no interest in protecting the fighters. They have interest in protecting themselves first. Exactly. And I think because of Al Heyman, because of Al Heyman, a lot of promoters have started to put fighters first. I mean, you see a lot of promotional entities are starting to really, really. Um, Tree Fighter is really good, and I think it's it's because of the fact that Al Heyman has uh it's a, treated his fighters so good, and they're seeing that he, that what happens when you treat your fighters so good, and they're starting to try to treat their fighters good. I mean, you see the contracts Rob Nation is giving out. Eddie Hearn has been great to his fighters. You know, all these fighters are really happy with the contracts they they're under, but not all fighters have always been happy with the contracts they've had with the way they've been treated. So, indirectly, even the competition is forced to treat fighters better. You're still going to get free TV, guys. Stop crying. Smarten up. Smarten up. It's not a problem. Smarten up. And then people on Twitter, eh, you're dissing the fans. If you're a jerk off, I'm going to diss you because get a brain. Get a brain. What about this one? I don't know a Twitter jerk off. What, what, what was he saying? I forget what they were. Yesterday, there was like a whole debate on my Twitter that wasn't even including me. They just started debating on Twitter about. And including my hashtag. And so I just kept getting it. It just kept throwing on my timeline. I was getting annoyed. It was basically about the fact that I made a quote that said you can't put money as your main motivator to keep boxing. Because if money is your main motivator to keep boxing, eventually you're going to fall short. And you're going to find a reason to quit when the when going gets hard. The passion has to be your main motivator. The drive to be great has to be your main motivator. The money has to be, you know, it's not first. Obviously, money's always there. You can't fight for free. So I get guys complaining to me, why do I fight Danny Garcia instead of Vivian Harris if the money is not the motivator? Oh, jerk off! Come on! Are we kidding each other? I'm still fighting. Why don't I fight Vinny or why don't I fight Danny? So that part of it is already taken care of. The passion of fighting is already taken care of. Now we're going to get to number two and three. Number two and three is, yeah, there's money involved there. Option number three, you know, the motivation that's down the line, maybe it's not the number one motivation, but eventually that's part of the motivation too. Jerk off! Of course! Boy, how do you even acknowledge that? That's the dumbest question. The fighting a big fight is the main thing. The passion of a big fight, 
major fights obviously drive you the most. So you're going to try to take on the biggest names. That's, that's what makes me tick. That's what makes me go is taking on the biggest names in boxing, taking on the best. And right now, Danny Garcia is among the best in the sport. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Danny Garcia. And, yes, one of the main reason is because he's among the best. Another reason is, yeah, it's the money. I didn't say the money doesn't have any part of the motivation. I just said it can't be your main motivation. Jerk off. Get a brain. <laughs> no, no. How many idiots are out there? Twitter should have a, an intelligence test before you get on Twitter. Before you get on Twitter, you should have to pass an intelligence no, test. Nobody would be on it. Before you get on Twitter, that's it. They, they gotta come up with this. <laughs> no, but honestly, I mean, people are so fucking stupid. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard that you just said. I can't believe you have to acknowledge that. Like, you, I deal with this every day. I mean, my tail's so filled. I, I don't even get to read all the tweets sometimes, but... But it's wild the shit you read. They take up but, they take up some of the the time and because you miss so many tweets from people that are trying to, you know, big you up so to speak or actually have somewhat of a brain. It gets taken up by by these ignorant people that don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, nah, it's, it's a just, shame. That's just silly. It's bananas, it's bananas. You got a big challenge, man. Undefeated fighter. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, of course. Great opportunity. Anyway. Can't wait to watch right, you win. I gotta go start getting ready for the gym soon. How, how long we are? We, we're good. It's been real. It's been real, guys. It's been real for this week's episode. Even though you guys took my intro from me, I introduced the show. You hear me, Jack Ross? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am, I, why am I included with that? I didn't say anything. You're in the studio. You're supposed to pull this. You're a little out of order yourself, Paulie. You got a little out of line yourself. A little out of line. All right, fine. I was a little out of line. I, mean, I shouldn't be yelling at everybody. I'm sorry. Guys. Especially <laughs> me. I work at CBS. Can't yell at me. I'm, I'm the man. All right, all right, all right, all right, guys, guys. You know what? I'm a little bit overheated today. You know, it's any camp. I'm making weight. I'm a, I got workouts I got to take care of. I'm tired. I got to work out. I got to go to right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the way things go. All right. I'm going to meet you at the gym. Yeah, take All it right, to the I'm zoo. Gonna you I'm going to head out to the gym soon, and uh, I'll see you at the gym, Pete. Seth, Yo. in real, next week I will try to actually make my presence up inside that studio. I believe it when I see it. Atta girl. If I can pull it off. You All can right, do guys. it. Take the, take the train. Take the train. Close down to show yourself. Since you guys introduced it, now you can close down to show yourselves. I'm <laughs> hanging up right now. Later. <laughs> Later. Oh, we still got to talk a little bit more about DraftKings, man. Yeah. DraftKings baseball season. Yeah, you know, Teixeira is kicking ass. Teixeira, yeah, it's about A-Rod's got some good numbers. Uh, pitching on the Yankees, I don't know. You guys, Cardinals are killing it, so you just take a bunch of Cardinals. You know, yeah. what, take that kid on the Mets. He's pitched another six innings oh shutout. Mets. He's a beast. Yeah, you need eight players, two pitchers, and you make it happen. You make money. Use Paul E.M. as a code, P-A-U-L-I-E-M. And you can make some money. It's a it's, lot of fun, too. Yeah, if you know baseball, if you follow baseball and you take a look at what's going on, you know, it's so funny. DraftKings is so big now. You can just Google, help me with DraftKings, and you'll see, like, some supposed experts will, like, give you lineups really? and stuff. Sure. You know, people, That's awesome. Remember, you know you pay for picks? Did you ever pay for picks? No. Ever? No. Even when you were younger? Hell then, no. All right, I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm a fucking locksmith. I'm going to pay uh, for boy. picks. You know, when I say pay for picks, it means they got these experts out there. They have hotlines, right? You give them money, and they'll give you supposed winners. But you think it's kind of funny, because if they had the winners, why they give them to you? They just bet on themselves. Uh, so there's really no such thing as, uh, you know, locks like that. But guys, those guys now that you can call, you see ads for them, they'll give you DraftKings lineups. You can That's pay awesome. them. You know, if, if they give you a good ones, who knows? If you do, you know, if you, that's just lazy though. If you do your homework and really yeah, get into a sport, home, it makes it more fun. Do your right. homework. It's kind, it is fun. Sit there, check out the matchups. Look at who's who's going against who. Look at the pitchers' ERAs. Look at you know. Hey, so for me, I, I was producing fantasy football radio last year, so I was wor- every day, 
I was on. I was producing a fantasy football radio show every day. So That's I started awesome. playing DraftKings. I did okay. I didn't. I didn't win the top five, right. but I won some money. That's because cool. I. I kind of had an education of what I was talking when about. When you're involved like that, yeah. you, you know, you see the top names. Baseball now, like, it's like yeah. I, don't, I got three kids, man. I don't have time. I don't have time to jump into baseball. I play a little like, bit. I dabble. What What is it now? Like ten more weeks until football. Soon, right? Yeah. So, remember, you go, remember your kid in summer is like two months, feel like forever. Yeah. Now it's like blinking, it's over, and all of a sudden, it's, you, know, you got to take the air conditioners out of the window because I don't have central air. Me either. Ugh. Join the fucking club. What do you think? Right. I'm rich. It keeps you in shape, though, right? Picking up those air conditioners yeah. heavy. No, I leave them. Yeah. Do you? Hell yeah. No, nah, I get I'm too lazy. Much, too much air comes in our house. Can't do it. My girl's like, oh, you know, we get a draft in the winter. And we turn the fucking heat up. <laughs> not my About problem. 90. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Jeff Kings is, uh, it, you know, even though I'm not super into baseball like I used to be, I all the players. Now, I, you know, you take a look and you, you grab a few guys and you take a shot. You know your stars. Yeah. Uh, John Carlos Stanton. You can also tell by the prices. You see the, the most right, expensive exactly. players. And then you got your, you got Obviously the internet. You can't, you can't fill up with up. all the, the big stars. See, the, the geeks are the ones that do really well, though, because they're like against left handed pitching. And outdoors <laughs> at daytime, he bats 395. So obviously, he's a steal for 2,500 this right, week. Exactly. So according to my calculations, exactly. I'm due for 117.17 points. He's projected <laughs> yes. to get me. Uh, exactly. My, my DraftKings <laughs> metrics. <laughs> I don't have, I need a gambling metrics. <laughs> you, know, you need something to balance you out. Like, you're like, you know, we need. We need to, yeah, we got to bring some, some geeky sports uh, <laughs> metrics, analytics, crunch, number cruncher in here. Like in the movie, uh, Moneyball, right? You got the, yeah. the kid I, who was fat and then he was thin again. I and he's need fat that again. guy for my calories, too. What's that actor? Who's that kid? Um, Jordan. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, remember? He's big Jonah. There's little Jonah. He's big Jonah again. I want to be little Pete. Yeah. Well, you used to be little Pete. I know. Now you're big Petey. Yeah. You're medium, big, little Petey, medium Petey, big Petey, re Petey, I'll take, pediatrician. I'll take, yeah, I'll take medium Petey. Remember that comedian? What was that guy's name? Don Myera. Myera, he did a whole thing about Pete's. Petey's. <laughs> Pete and repeat. You remember that guy? Fucking guy. Yeah, he was funny. The thing is, like, you know, I hate people like, you know, nasty habits smoking. They say, how was your day? <sighs> Blowing your face. You know, I have a nasty habit too. It's spitting. If I had a rough one. Spitting <laughs> 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 him right in your face. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I have a nasty habit farting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when you, the, I listened to the show back from last last time, and Paulie's uh, with the crew in here, and Paulie's trying to get, breathe. <laughs> he hear him he's like, I'm, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" You he's can't go anywhere, dude. We're he's, doing a show. Yeah, he's trying. Where's dude. your work ethic? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your sacrifice? You sick bastard! All right, yeah. So I, I think we we touched on DraftKings, Paulie M. It's it's awesome. It's daily, so you can you know you can play every freaking day. It's great football. But fo- imagine if football was daily. People would be oh, broken. Man. You know, families would be done. I mean, you know, because you never would pay attention to your kids or nothing. <laughs> so you're watching football all the time. Because on Sunday I got like, I got my computer, my phone, and everything. Yeah, I got a TV on. I'm like, yeah, I can't help you right now. I don't do anything. I'm playing but all watch these leagues and stuff. Yeah. I order wings. And I drink beer, and I just fucking watch football all day. That's what America's all about. It's for a few international listeners. That's, that's why you hate Six, us, because we're- 60-inch TV. We have, we're horrible computer. people. <laughs> yeah, we watch football and eat wings, and it's, we're just disgusting human beings. Even when, I was, even when I was living with my mother, I would, like, wake up just in time, like, barely in time for the 1 o'clock game, and I would, like- Because you got in at 5. Yeah, I got in, you know, I'm hammered Six. from the night before. I'm in my underwear. <laughs> I'm running into the kitchen- to just make myself a plate of whatever my mother made pasta with sauce and I'll just grab like a two liter of Pepsi and just bring the whole bottle oh, in. That's <laughs> and disgusting. literally my whole Sunday I would just run in and out and my mother I'm she would hear like these bursts. 
what? And she's like, you're betting games f- at that time. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. NFL.com and, and I'm watching the you know Red Zone and, and watching the game <laughs> and the Giants are killing me whether I bet them or not. I'm screaming at the TV, you know. And she's like, what the fuck? I'm like, Ma, please, it's Sunday. <laughs> Ma, <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. Yeah, don't you have church to go to? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to do your hair or something? Let me the fuck alone. I can't wait to do this when we have football season. We're gonna have fun. Oh man! I think we could. Uh, you got anything else? I think we could wrap it up, man. We went. We went a long ways today. Yeah, we had a good one. I got we stuff to do. I got stuff to do too. Yeah, right, go do I your gotta stuff. Pee really bad, and then I gotta meet this midget at the gym. Oh, Beetlejuice? <laughs> no, the other midget, Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a fight. We're getting ready for. Who's who's fighting? Oh, actually, this Saturday. Oh, well, the fight's coming up. Uh, what we got? Louis oh. Colazzo and Keith Thurman. Thurman. Colazzo was like, when he fought uh, Khan, he walked through punches. Like, he was. He started wa- walking with his he's hands a, down like a zombie. He's my boy, man. Is he's, he, a, he's crazy, right? He's just a mentally really strong dude. You know a lot of people I, I think know. Thurman hits a little harder, though, than Oh, of Khan. course. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't want to be putting your hands down against Thurman. No, definitely his not. His name is One Time. One Time. And uh, you know a lot of things people don't know about Louis Colazzo. He's uh, he's like a guy. He's like very deep. He's very religious. He's uh, he's done yoga for like years. And that's like, like, you, you do it with him, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. You, you know that? they do the hot yoga. I do. I do the hot yoga with uh, sangria. <laughs> um, but no, he really does yoga. It's I like, believe it. And he's like just mentally very strong. So Have I'm, you ever I, tried it? No, it's pretty no. good, man. It's no, pretty I'm cool. sure. If I was yeah. in decent shape, I would. I can't even well, get myself to a driving range. To to kill yourself? To to play? <laughs> to shoot myself? <laughs> to hit myself with a golf club? <laughs> I thought you meant the driving. Uh, what did you say? I thought you said the shooting range. No driving range. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's a good fight. Um, Hank Lundy is fighting this weekend. Also, who's Hank Lundy? Hank Lundy is a good fighter. I believe he's from Philly. Also. He's fighting Herrera, who Herrera everybody thought beat Danny Garcia in Puerto Rico. That was the one that that uh, Garcia kind of robbed Herrera on that one. That um, was a couple fights ago. Yes. Garcia. Yes. So in- Garcia's kind of shown some chinks in the armor in the last few fights. Well, that's that's why they say styles make fights. Yeah. So you know, Paulie to me is a much better fighter than Herrera boxer wise, and if Herrera gave him that much trouble, you know. Um, That's why I'm so glad that Garcia's not fighting uh, Mayweather because I think that would have been a horrible, horrible mismatch. Yeah, no, it's, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. But they were talking about that for a while. That was a hot That was a hot topic for a minute. Yeah, no, yeah. because he's undefeated. You know, at I that point it sells. I don't think I even watched it for free. That's how bad I think that fight would have been. It would have made, made the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight look like a classic. <laughs> <laughs> really, it, it would have been bad. Tell it, us how you really feel. It would have been like me fighting my two-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> like, What? Hey, you know Pass. what? I've seen worse. No, no offense to Garcia. Garcia's yeah. obviously a good fighter. He's uh-huh. undefeated. He's got a lot of heart. He, you know, he he wins. So no, I'm not. No offense to him, but just I just don't Styles think styles make fights. Yeah, him fighting Mayweather would have been terrible. But yeah, this weekend should be good for boxing. I missed the last like two weeks without fights or whatever it was. Well, it'll be yeah. a week. Yeah, it'll be two weeks. You got well, you guys had you saw the hot dog contest. That's some good competition. Yeah, that's not, that's. Not I guess you guys didn't have to talk about much. I guess there wasn't much fun going on out there. You didn't have a lot yeah. of fun. Oh my god, dude! Hot. I mean, even me, I'm a freaking alcoholic. But Jesus, you weren't drunk. Ten there? o'clock in the morning, oh. people were like hot dogs and beer. That's gross. I'm like, whoa! You're like uh, bacon and eggs. In a I'm like cup of coffee. Anybody an omelet? Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have water? Yeah, a piece of rye toast or <laughs> yeah, something. Do you guys serve? Water? <laughs> <laughs> but 
But no, it was fun. It was it was cool to be out there. The people really, really I watched come Paul, out for it. I watched clips of him talking there. Yeah. You guys right in the front, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, people really show up for it. It's a big deal, man. Yeah, it's fun. It's a real big deal. Coney Island's kind of a popular place. Chestnuts over there was... Uh, Roasting. Roasting. <laughs> he got roasted. Uh, he was uh, like, he what, showed up. eight-time I mean, eight yeah. champion? He, he was, showed up. I mean, you know... He, yeah, no, it was, was cool. pretty consistent. That guy just, you know, got him. Any given, and any, given, any given Independence Day. And that is competition. You always got to be on your toes. Yeah. <clears throat> Dipping. Oh, gross. He was really good at shoving wieners down his throat. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I got to go Pause. sit in traffic. <laughs> uh, enjoy. Go play in traffic. Yeah. Petey. All right. Uh, next week, we'll be back. And the champ will oh, be with us. Oh, and you us. farted. Yes. Yeah, you farted, you, you scumbag. Yeah, I got I it. I want to leave you scumbag. with Scumbag. Come on. I got to oh. leave you with a gift. No, you get leave. That's a gift. <laughs> leave. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week. Peace. Oh, give me a gas mask. <laughs>